Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Are you ready? Are you hype? I'm, I'm hype. Ready for 12 and 4 seasons? 13 and 3? 14 and 2? You ready for the Super Bowl, baby? Super Bowl? Start the chant. Here we go. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Welcome to the Drunken Jaguar. This is Bentley Brown. Joining me via call, a very busy man at the moment. There's a lot of much much ado uh, Jaguars hubbub these days. Just nonstop, round the clock. I said... Asan, describe to me your feelings. I feel amazing. And maybe I shouldn't feel amazing because, you know, I've been riding Justin Fields nuts for six <laughs> months, a year. I'm very happy. I'm very happy, Bentley. You know why? Why is that? We are saved. We, I think we might have been saved. You think this is it? We have our uh, long-haired uh, <laughs> savior, not in the form of Gardner Minshew. Isn't it going to be funny looking back in 10 years, thinking that one Sunday when the Jets beat the Rams changed the whole like outlook of this franchise? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's like when uh, Drew Bledsoe went down for the Patriots and on tr- trotted onto the field, the young Tom Brady. My friend's uh, dad's a Patriots fan and, and cannot tell that story without crying. It's amazing. I hope we get to tell a story like that. Uh, I think we're going to f*** it up, man. I'm sorry to break it to you. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to go out and destroy the Bears. Can you stop saying that? We don't, we don't need that. That's, no, that's good. I think if you ignore that, the possibility, then you, then you actually oddly open yourself up to the vulnerability of winning. That's true. Okay, well, let's hope for a Jets win, and then we lose this week, right? And then we can do whatever we want week 17. You know, if the Jets win, oh, I'm great, right? If the Jets win anything, yes, please, Jaguars, go out and kick ass. That would be hilarious. That would be like a... Like a Jalen Ramsey back injury, you know? You think it's plaguing you, and once the pressure's lifted, it, it, it goes as well. Amazing. Great metaphor. Great. And also, um, as of last night, we have locked in a top two. So it is going to be Fields or Lawrence. Yeah, that's good. Unless Lawrence doesn't declare. We haven't talked about that either. There's many scenarios here. Uh, let's not talk about that. But I think he's going to do it. He's from Georgia. Uh, you know, these, these these guys playing in, like, the SEC, I feel like Jacksonville is a member of the SEC. Like, as a city, probably borderline as a franchise. <laughs> you know, it's it's like it's like the continuous uh, trajectory. Jacksonville is more SEC than, like, the Bucks or the Dolphins by far, or the Falcons, for sure. We have the SEC vibe. He's, he's going to enjoy it. He's going to feel at home. I completely agree. I think it'll be a great fit. I mean... I wonder how he feels about it, though, you know, like 
you know, he's heard all the chatter, like you're going to New York, it's going to suck there. Or maybe he was like, I'm excited to go to New York, you know, live in the city and stuff. What a change for him, right? Some some dude on Twitter was responding to someone else saying saying that exact same thing, right? Like, you know, I know I know he doesn't get to go to New York, but this is going to be a better fit for him in Jacksonville. I mean, for the most part, social media has been like pro Jacksonville, and this is in a weird way. And some dude responded and said, you do know only people who live in New York brag about New York. <laughs> um, but it's been nice to see all this Jacksonville love. I mean, people were like, whoa. I mean, the memes and the from non-Jaguars fans. I have to like, I have to dig, dig deep and make sure these aren't, you know, closeted Jaguars fans out there. But but there are people just agreeing that Jacksonville is a better landing spot than New York Jets. And I'm starting to, I'm starting to wonder, uh, Lewis Riddick is going to come interview for GM, you know, the guy who's always on ESPN and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that had anything to do with, you know, Trevor Lawrence might be making his way to Jacksonville. And, you know, it's, it is a very attractive job, especially with Trevor Lawrence, right? Everyone, I mean, I would want to coach them. Poor Doug Marone, right? Yeah, well, shout out to Wig, man. Shout out to Amp Wig from uh, Locked On Jaguars, who's saying, you guys know that Trevor Lawrence will change this franchise long before he's actually in the building, like taking snaps. Yeah, which is true. I mean, anyone should should have known that. He would change anyone. They've, they haven't been talking about this guy on every sports media outlet in the country for no reason for the last three years, you know. They haven't just been saying his name for no reason. Have you seen the guy play? Did you see him on Saturday? And this is what's crazy to me. Did you see what happened on Saturday, man? Uh, no, I was I was watching. I had my family all hyped up to watch uh, uh, Justin Fields. <laughs> my dad, my dad, you know, Cowboys fan. My dad's like, you guys are excited for for this, you know? It's like Fields like exits the game, injured finger or something. <laughs> I'm like, hey man, we our QBs always have injured fingers. What are you talking about? It's it's true. Some of them like to smash them with hammers and stuff. Trevor Lawrence was great on Saturday, man, and Justin Fields wasn't. But this is what a fun uh, New Year's it's going to be for a Jaguars fan, right? And a Jets fan, but most of your Jaguars fan, you get to see Fields Lawrence right here again. Yeah, you get to watch both of them. You get to see one of the guys you're going to get, and hopefully it's Lawrence. And I don't think it's going to affect the draft outcome at all, to be honest with you. Even if Fields outplays Lawrence. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Because we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. If Fields, as the second runner-up to the front-runner Lawrence, just just went apeshit and, and threw five touchdowns. And, and then Lawrence had a bad game. And it was something like this college football. It was the playoffs or you know national championship or whatever that would maybe have enough sway power to change the draft order. I mean, we've seen draft order change during the offseason on numerous players every single year. And we also have examples recently. Justin Herbert's the one that I remember the most now, but several other players before that that get drafted, like their stock falls a little bit. But, you know, uh, kind of a prove you wrong, man. Like, you know, I had potential in college, but I'm actually a better fit in the NFL. So... I'm 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 not really worried about it myself now. It sounds like you're not either, but you do you think there's no chance at all that the the projected draft order would flip? Zero chance. And let me, let's put it this way. I mean, sure Justin Herbert could have been the best uh college quarterback last year, you know, but they didn't really let him do his thing. But also last year who is the quarterback everyone was talking about in college? Joe Burrow. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess you got me there. 
who had a great game in the national championship <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, but they've always been talking about Lawrence as well. But yeah, you know, yeah. talking about Earl more because he was eligible to come out. So it's a little different, but this guy is the guy you cannot pass up on. No yeah. matter what. I mean, it's it's simple as that. Um, funny story though. So you you called me on Sunday, right? Sunday afternoon. And I don't know why you were calling me, but I was asleep. And when I wake up, like out of I'm like, oh, I missed call from Bentley. Then I have just like 15 texts. And this goes back to like even fans of non-Jaguars, you know, non-Jaguars fans. You know, they're like, whoa, like Trevor Lawrence said Jaguars. I got tons of texts from friends <laughs> I don't talk to anymore, man. That are like, yeah. holy crap, Trevor Lawrence to the Jags, bro. Like, are you excited? Like, how do you feel? And I'm just like, what just happened? The Jets actually beat them? Because when I fell asleep, they were up 10-0 or something. And I was like, all right, they're going to blow it. <laughs> Man, that's a nice thing to wake up from. You should have said, I feel honored that you associate me with Trevor Lawrence. Like, you hear this news, and I'm the first person that comes to your mind to call. Yo, yeah, I was going to definitely, I was going to call and do the whole Super Bowl chant that day. What, what, a, what a crazy turn of events. I mean, it wasn't. Okay, let's go back. Let's now now that we're kind of, you know, we're kind of Jets fans now too, right? I mean, we want the Jets to win. And everything. You know, the Jets botched it against um god, who are they playing? The Raiders. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago. That was a total I don't want to say a to- well, total collapse. Yeah, total collapse. Absolute collapse. But it was still a close game. I mean, it was a game that that could have gone either way. This one wound up being close. I remember checking in around the two-minute warning, and it was only, you know, it was already three points difference by then, 23-20, which wound up being the final score. But but they were up early. They were like, I mean, I'm sure their projected chance to win was super high throughout the throughout that game. Um, then the, you know, the Los Angeles Jalen Rams sees just couldn't couldn't come back and and this is is hilarious it's a team that the rams could have used that victory <laughs> and here they are dropping it to the o and 12 13 something i don't know jet 12 jets i mean do we do we thank jalen ramsey for this one uh yeah we can thank jalen ramsey for it thank you jalen ramsey thank you to the rams and on top of that the rams lost and we have their first round pick so it's a win win for us it's amazing yeah all this Good Jaguars news in one afternoon. What do you think? Like, I feel like the feeling of the fans and everyone—it's it's changed. Oh, it's uh, it's definitely changed. But I'm I'm very nervous, dude, because as we've heard from players week in week out, no no individual player is trying to tank. Now the Jaguars have done a phenomenal job of masking their tank by having Doug Marone every week uh, offer us a Shakespearean soliloquy about how much it sucks to lose and. You know, how he wants to outdo even his own children and make them proud on Christmas with something to to be proud of. And uh, Miles Jack, oh, he's laughing. Oh, all those, you know, Big Cat Country, which Drunken Jaguar were, were part of that. Big Cat Country is over here saying we're tanking. We don't tank. That's impossible. People are probably trying to put good good uh, plays on tape, trying to go out and win games. We know Gardner Minshew is like a game winning addict man this guy's this guy's you know he's gonna relive the, the trauma of this season for the rest of his life losing so many games i can i can see him jumping in that locker room you know before the next game still rallying people up hey you know do not be satisfied with one and 13 <laughs> you know 
Uh, it's it's. <laughs> I just understood that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, we we we're we're not like the players on the field aren't trying to tank, but the Jaguars have done a great job keeping all the good players off the field. I mean, our our injured reserve is absolutely mind blowing, and I think that's the appropriate way to do it. You have an injury. Does your injury merit being benched? Yes. Actually, many players play through injuries that merit being benched every game. Uh, okay, this time, though, instead of forcing you to play, we're just going to put you on the IR. Oh, oh, shoot. IR right now means you don't play the rest of the season? Whoopsie day. Are you cool with that? Oh, you're cool. Like, if you do that, maybe we'll, you know, have a winning record for the next 20 years. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for your sacrifice. You know, thanks for your service, dude. This will change everything. <sighs> You know when they say what is that saying they say you know about the future there's got to be a saying about it you know um mm-hmm. you know we got to sacrifice you know a couple bad days a couple bad weeks for you know a lot of good times in the future it's as simple as that and I, they can give me all that mumbo jumbo shit about we go out and try to win every game we get it doug and you guys still don't win so it doesn't really matter i'm just excited man <laughs> I wish Shad Khan wouldn't have said, oh, Doug can keep his job for the rest of the season. This game would have been the one where he would have got fired, don't you think, after the Ravens? I mean, they got exposed. They played they played like crap. And James Robinson didn't play very well either. Yeah, I mean, if we want to talk about the Ravens, I mean, I know, I know, you know, this is like, it's in the past now already, right? It's, ah, it's already in the past, you know, we, whatever. But this was a terrible game. It was a terrible game from that whole just perspective, just like the feel you get watching it. Just not fun, right? And they, there were some good plays. I mean, we had some QB pressures. I think I think the biggest story is Clavon Chason, who had several pressures on Lamar Jackson. And and if you compare like his last couple games to the beginning of the season, he's really stepping into that role, which could be good news. Um, we definitely want to avoid another Taven Bryan situation here. But the game was ugly, dude. They they had they had like fucking like offensive linemen breaking out for like twenty five yard runs on us and shit. it was it was not fun to watch. That was the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen as a Jaguars fan, I think. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. But that was are you that was the most Jaguar y thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um Minshew, I mean on the on the eye test, Minshew did terribly and he had a low QB rating, uh forty point three. But the guy, what he twenty two of twenty nine for two hundred and twenty six yards and two TDs doesn't look terrible there. It's just the sacks and decision making and stuff. And and at the same time that we're all getting hype about Trevor Lawrence, I mean we've we've almost depleted, like completely obliterated the pro Minshew crowd. Would you agree with that? I would agree completely with that. And I mean you basically just summed it up perfectly. You can look at the box score and it looks okay, but from the eye test it was bad. It was ugly. Mm-hmm. And it's not the answer. And we figured that out, you know, five, six weeks in the season. And now it's time to move on and hope to God we lose these games, which I think we will because we're just not very good. And remember a few weeks ago, we talked about maybe the Bears wouldn't have have be playing for anything. Well, they are playing for something now because they're playing good football all of a sudden with mm-hmm. Trubisky. Do they, are, the Bears, are the Bears eliminated from playoff contention? No, they are not. Absolutely not. They're fighting to get in. Hmm. So it's gonna be tough. That's good. That's good for us. That's very good. It's very good. Yeah. And then, do you think the Colts will still be uh, tooth and nail against the Titans for that spot in the division in the final week? I definitely think so. I think they'll they'll be fighting 
for that. And I think they'll be fighting for seeding as well because you can't just be losing games when you're in that wild card hunt. It's pretty tight. So they're definitely going to be playing for something. And, I mean, how do you think those Colts guys feel, man? They lost to the worst team in the league week one. You think they want some uh, some revenge right there? Yeah, they will, but we're gonna, we're definitely going to try to beat them. Whoever's on the field is going to be pretty bloodthirsty by that point. That's true. I just don't think we're good enough. doesn't matter. You keep saying we're going to want to beat people, but even if you have the will and you want to do something really bad, mm-hmm. sometimes you just can't, you know? Yeah, I know. It's the whole thing with the NFL, though, the overall parity and then also, like, um, just big play potential, you know, especially big plays early, uh, getting lucky. You're getting lucky. You know, I mean, your point just happened with the Jets and the Rams. It just happened with the Bengals and the Steelers. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you do have a point. Yeah, anything can happen. You can be the shittiest team in the league, but still return a kick for a touchdown or a punt. And it changes the entire game strategy. Yep, and it can punt. swing the momentum. It can do a lot of things. Yep. And if you have... Extreme luck, and you have two plays like that within close proximity. What you're up fourteen nothing, and they're like playing from behind and getting all desperate and shit, and the whole psyche's changed. And it might even work its way into their quarterback's head. Man, all kinds of stuff could go wrong for the for, for could go wrong for everyone <laughs> because the Jaguars, the Colts would lose, and the Jaguars would lose Trevor Lawrence. I don't know, man. You're giving me anxiety. You're making me think about it because you're thinking about it and all these f***ed up scenarios where we could mess this all up like we always do. Do you think uh, Bill Belichick could still save us um, by intentionally dropping to the Jets to not see Trevor Lawrence in his division for the next 15 years? There's a chance Jared Stidham will will be out there, so I think the Jets will have a chance to win. Um, It's not over yet. When the season's over, it's still not over because we don't trust the Jaguars franchise, when we draft Trevor Lawrence and they say with the first overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence, then we can take that deep breath and know that we got something going. Yeah, unless they pull an Eli Manning and trade him eight minutes later. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm being way too cynical, man. It's the holiday season. What am I doing? What am I doing? I don't, I don't see Trevor Lawrence being like that anyways. It's like, I don't want to play for the Jags. I want to go to the Jets. Like, all right. <laughs> That ain't happening, bro. I think it's all going to work out for once for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I really do. I have faith. And hopefully we get put back on the map. And hopefully the 2020s to the, you know, to 2030, it's going to be a great 10-year stretch for us. Happy times, Bentley. Happy times. I hope so. I'm banking on it with you, man. And this has been just a quick one here. Just wanted to share our emotions, our response to this wonderful news from the Jets. Thanks for joining us here on the Drunken Jaguar. I'm Bentley Brown at Weld Brown. And I am a said at that youngest said. We will uh, join you with the latest next week. In the meantime, hopefully we'll make Mr. Trubisky look like a superstar. Hopefully Nick Foles comes in for a little bit. Make him look like a superstar. And yeah, that's that's all we got. Go Bears. Go Go Bears.
Oh man, <laughs> this is the first time in my life I will be cheering against uh, us. Like act- actively cheering against like, us. Like yeah, like actively, legitimately watching the game. I'm gonna be cheering against. Oh, you! It's easy for you. You just channel it all through Alan Robinson. Yeah, exactly. So it is gonna be a little easier. That's what I was kind of thinking of. I was like, I'll just root for Aaron. <laughs>